Is it Wednesday again already? It's Wednesday! This is Amy. And Lexi. And this is Confessions of Retail. All the tea. Welcome Welcome back back to the the shit show. show. We're at episode 39, and I don't I don't know how to uh, start this one. It's really hard to follow up your pitter-pattering in the 38, so... <laughs> Shit. Sorry. It's <laughs> fucking embarrassing. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I don't have a trash can. I can't fully commit to that moment. So, uh... Hi, guys! Hey, 39. So, Amy, it's episode 39. And, uh, it is. It is. I hope things are winding down and a lot less sicky for you over there. How are you holding up? Well, I mean, you know that since we recorded the last episode that I got sicker. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but, but, I mean. <laughs> um,. I feel much better now, but you know, I might have had the COVID. I don't know, um, cause it as I thought about it more, I started with a respiratory thing, but it wasn't bad. You know, I just had like a scratchy throat and like a <clears throat> runny nose. Not even all that bad, um, but. You know, I didn't, I didn't really think anything of it. I just thought that it was allergies, lots of sneezing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I was still sick, so I didn't go anywhere. You know, right. um, and then I felt better for like a day or so. It was like a day or two, and then after that, I started getting sick. I started not feeling good again, but it was different this time. It was. Um, I was really, really, really cold, like fucking freezing. Yeah, I remember. You know, that. like I was, I was like under four blankets, wearing fuzzy socks and sweats and and long sleeve shirt and everything, but I was still like Frozen. bone bone chattering cold, like I was outside in Antarctica. <laughs> yeah, but really, I'm all the way down here in the southwest. You know, I'm like an hour away from the Mexican border. It's not cold here, <laughs> <laughs> and it was awful. And I had really, really, really bad cramping. Um, anytime that I would try to eat anything. And I didn't really want to eat anything anyway. <laughs> uh, I was just like so cold, um, massive headache. I could barely even drink water. I had no solid food for three days. And then on day, f- I mean, for those three days, I. I lived off of popsicles. It was like I got my tonsils pulled out all over again. Or your wisdom teeth. Mm. Well, I haven't gotten my wisdom teeth taken out. I don't. You're lucky. Needed to. I actually had to have. (laughs) They called it an acute surgery 
because my uh, one of my wisdom teeth actually caused a breach in my nasal cavity. Yikes. Yeah, yikes. I had to be put under, <laughs> and, like, this was, like, shortly after you had, like, we were all, like, goo-goo-eyeing over Hayden Christensen and had watched Awake, so I'm, like, oh, <laughs> I was terrified, Amy. Yeah, because you'd never seen it before, and I was like, you have to watch it. And then you're like, thanks, Amy. Thanks for this. Literally, <laughs> what he's, nightmares like, are made of. he's like, your best bet is to go under. And I'm like, actually, you're lying. I've seen video <laughs> evidence to prove otherwise. Bastard. It's an- <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I was just, I was not doing good. Um, So at this point, it has almost been two weeks since I left my house so I've been quarantining <laughs> You're like I've been a good noodle just a sick one um obviously I'm 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 much better now uh <laughs> oh she turned me into a newt <laughs> <laughs> I've got better <laughs> <I've> got <laughs> I never lost my sense of taste or smell though that was the only thing I I I don't know, but it was unlike anything that I'd ever dealt with. I had the cramping any time that I would have even just water. Hmm. Uh, so that was just not enjoyable in any way, shape, or form. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I never lost my sense of taste or smell. Even when I had like a runny nose, I wasn't really ever stuffy. Yeah. But... I, I I kept myself isolated back in my bedroom, you know, away from the kids and everybody, and I just lived in bed. And let me tell you, it's rough. Um, just laying in bed when you're sore already, you know, like you have no freaking energy to even stand. First of all, to have to go to the bathroom, but your body freaking aches from laying in bed for five days. Yeah. Oh my gosh. On top of already so having yeah. body aches. Mm-hmm. My neck had been killing me for days. Today was finally the day that I woke up and my neck doesn't hurt. Happy about that. I'm I'm doing much better now. Uh last night I ate my first like solid food off you know that wasn't chicken noodle soup i don't really think that that counts as solid food do you think that that counts there's solid foods in it if it's if it's more than just a chicken broth it has some solid stuff to it but that's barely counting as a solid right so last night i ate one whole chili cheese dog for dinner look at you go <laughs> Might not sound like much, but I'm proud of you, boo. Yeah, so I'm trying. Since I had so much issues with my stomach, I'm trying to like slowly go back to eating solid foods. I don't want to just go straight into it and then risk like I don't know hurting something. <laughs> I went like six days without like food, food, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta readjust. Your whole body's like, what the fuck, bro? Uh, so, yeah, um, I'm, I'm good now. <clears throat> Been home for almost a full two weeks. 
<laughs> so I don't have anything to update work-wise. <laughs> uh, but I do have a funny story to talk about. Um, <laughs> We talk about poo a lot on here, so I'm not really worried about telling this story. But I'm just giving a trigger warning that I am about to start talking about poop. <laughs> Not going to go into like detail about the poop. It just is a story that involves poop. <laughs> so I, yesterday morning, <laughs> I told you this story already, but I haven't told our listeners and it's just really fucking funny. So I just really want to talk about it. <laughs> so yesterday morning, I had a life-altering shit. (laughs) I woke up. My stomach was bubbling. All right? Like, bubbling. Violent. Mad, violent, angry. (laughs) From all of, you know... All of the bacteria and everything, the virus and everything, working its way through my body. (laughs) And um, so I was like, oh, I got to go to the bathroom. (laughs) I go into the bathroom and yes, it was life altering. I felt my soul leave my body out my ass. (laughs) <laughs> now when and you say no I'm just <laughs> it was gross all right it was gross it was gross but how did you about feel after that. i felt like a new woman i came into that bathroom gross and disgusting and i left that bathroom a whole new woman <laughs> a whole new world <laughs> Well, so my husband, bless his heart. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> um, he literally, I, I sprayed, just saying, I sprayed. <laughs> um, but then my daughter, as, as soon as I opened the door, my daughter is standing there, my five-year-old, Aubrey. She's standing there, and she goes, Jeez, Mom, you took forever. I have to go potty. And I'm like, well, if I were you, I wouldn't want to go in there right now, but that's that that's your decision. <laughs> she just went in and used the bathroom and came out, didn't even say nothing, you know? Not even a, oh, my goodness, or <laughs> anything she was unfazed she was unimpressed <laughs> she was literally these are like, rookie in- odors you gotta pump those yeah. smell numbers way up right <laughs> so she was in used the bathroom and shut off the light left the door open walked out and as she walked out my husband comes around the corner so he's coughing and he walks into the bathroom and he goes like this. <laughs> I'm going I'm going to I'm going to do it. <laughs> I hear him coming because I hear him coughing and it's getting louder and closer and I thought that he was coming into the bedroom. 
He did not come into the bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> he, he stopped at the bathroom. <laughs> went into the bathroom. So this is him. when you're with somebody for 11 years <laughs> you almost kill him with your poop smells <laughs> it's okay that's where we're at too over here honestly though. <laughs> that's funny so i'm feeling better today uh i don't my, my neck doesn't hurt i still have a bit of a headache but other than that i'm i'm good i'm gucci good I shit and I showered and I'm <laughs> a million bucks now, huh? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, I mean, I had to take the bucks, shower. I had to take the shower sitting down because I was I had no energy for it yesterday because I hadn't eaten anything in you know five six days. So there was that, but. It was still a glorious shower, and I it helped me feel better. So I napped. Hey, naps are That's the my best. That's my first. I mean, granted, I took a nap because I was sick, but I mean, because it's like I, you really other, sleep during that nap. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I only napped both times. I took a nap two two days in a row, but both times they were only for half an hour. But I mean, that's whatever. It's a nap. I I I took a nap. <laughs> I can't even remember the last time that I took a nap. It's been years. You like had <laughs> kids since then. So. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. My my husband took great care of me and taking care of keeping up with the house and everything while I was sick. Uh, I mean, he's a very competent person. He's fully capable of taking care of things on his own, but he's also very, uh, much used to me taking the reins of the household and everything, you know? Yeah. Totally relatable over here. I don't know why. We've been really trying to ditch that whole, like, assigned roles in the household thing. But yeah, the first night that I was too sick... 
ver- I told him I was like, you're gonna have to fig, you're you're gonna have to do dinner. I was like, there's smoked sausage in the fridge. We have some mac and cheese. You you, you got it. You got this. You know, and then the second night, like, because I was kind of only expecting it to be, like, a 24-hour thing. Right, like you burn it off in your sleep or something. Yeah, because that's normally what it is, you know. I didn't have any nausea, so I didn't think that it would be, that it was food poisoning or anything, but I didn't know what it was. But I assumed that it would be something that was only 24 hours, but the next day, it was not, it was worse. It was worse. (laughs) So that second night, he had to, I was like, I didn't even barely have the energy to talk to him, you know? Yeah. Uh, he, like, the first night, he was like, well, so what am I supposed to do about dinner? And um, that's when I was like, you're going to figure it out. You guys smoke sausage. There's mac and cheese. I don't know. Microwave up a vegetable. Do something. <laughs> I'm not going to be eating it. <laughs> and uh, then the second night, he seen that I was doing much worse. So he didn't even ask. He he figured it out himself. <laughs> Look at him go. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. But he did good. He did great. This is really like my first time of being like this sick, like since we've became parents. <laughs> yeah. That's always got like a wave of anxiety to it. It's not like you don't have faith in your partner. It's that like are they going to remember to consider all the things you're actively considering? Right. Yeah. Because being a mom is keeping tabs on 50 fucking things, man. It's literally my Google browser. <laughs> right. That's what being a mom is. How many tabs do I have open right now? Don't worry about it. Like 80 fucking seven. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm all good now. But that's all I got. I don't have any work related since I haven't left the house in two weeks. <sighs> <laughs> Things got you beat on the not work related stuff right now. Ah, <laughs> oh, the stay at home mom life. <laughs> Couldn't tell you how many of these like rinky dink work from home operations I've already gone through. And why is everything <laughs> like a highly disguised pyramid scheme? Like, what the fuck? You're in a cult. Call your dad. <laughs> anyway. So, what about you, Lexi? What's up? Oh. <sighs> Honestly, I don't have much to report either. Uh, the uh, thousand ornament wreath was a bust. <laughs> okay, actually, let me reword that. It wasn't a failure. I am just a broke bitch, and I'm not about to spend all of my free money on all the ornaments it would take. I spent like $30 to make this wreath, and I still only have a third of the ornaments that I need, so. Well, jeez. I <laughs> know. Uh, I guess I should have downsized it. So now you just have all these all these sparkles all over your room for nothing. You know what? My boyfriend loves what I've done with the place. Well, yeah, because it looks like it's Magic City. He's convinced that I've been inviting strippers over at night without telling him. <laughs> rack City, bitch. Rack, rack, city, bitch. <laughs> city, bitch. Rack, city, bitch. <laughs> ten, 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 twenties, and fifties, bitch. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You can invite strippers over with or without him. It doesn't really matter. Nope. <laughs> the only thing he'll be bummed about is if uh you know I didn't invite him to the turtley club so <laughs> sorry the magic city club <laughs> wrong club I always get those memberships mixed up silly me <laughs> <laughs> whoops <laughs> pulls out speedway pull punch card 
Will this get me a free lap dance? <laughs> get the fuck out. <laughs> now he goes, what's been going on? I'm like, nothing. <laughs> He's like, where's all this glitter from? I'm like, nanya. He goes, all right. You got some glitter on your forehead, by the way. And I'm like, no, I don't. That's from that, That's where the stripper sat earlier. <laughs> well, I wasn't going to tell him yet, you know. <laughs> Gotta light some candles before you make those announcements. No, <laughs> it's where it's where Starlight sat on my face earlier. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's funny as fuck. As much as we make jokes about strip clubs, you know, we've never been to a strip club. I have on the. I have. I have on the flip side, but I haven't as a customer. <laughs> I've been to the strip club many times. I have not. <laughs> I mean. The only reason that I don't want to go to strip clubs is because somebody's always trying to offer me a job. <laughs> Every time I went to a strip club, the guy would always try and offer me a job. And it would always be different, you know, like it would be different strip clubs. I wouldn't be going to the same strip club every time. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, no, no. Like, I can't walk into a strip club without getting offered a job. And I don't want to work there. Not saying the strippers aren't fantastic. Obviously, I love them because I've been to the strip club many times and I will totally pay for a dance. It's not the strippers, it's the fucking sleazy guy running it. It always is. Exactly. Like, I just want to come and enjoy being at the strip club. Leave it. Leave I don't the want fact that to I get harassed. Tittles. Right? Right? Uh-uh. Titty, stay out of this argument. <laughs> yes, I do have boobs. And they're going to stay in my bra. <laughs> I went and did amateur night. But that's the only time oh. I've ever been in a strip club. I haven't, like, <laughs> gone in the right... Like, I've never walked in through the front doors. Because there's a back entrance for the performers. So... Right. That's where I was led in at the strip club. I don't even know. Like, I saw what it looked like, but I think I have more knowledge of it from GTA than from actually being in one, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, strip clubs aside. Um, so, the wreath. <laughs> I got the wreath about a third of the way done. Realized how many more ornaments I was going to need for this fucking thing and put it in a box. It is now hanging out. It's on the top shelf in my closet, tucked away in a box for next year's bullshit. I've decided <laughs> maybe next year you'll year. you'll you'll buy like thirty dollars more, and that that'll get you another third of the way, and then the year after that you buy thirty dollars more, and then it'll finally be done. The problem is I don't have enough size variation. It's not that I don't have enough ornaments. I definitely have enough ornaments. I don't have enough size variation to fill in the space. I just have a bunch of small ones. So. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah I, you gotta get different sizes. I That's the problem. I waited until too late. All the good ones are gone. And I'm not taking this project to Walmart. I'm not paying $5 for $1 tube of ornaments. <laughs> Fuck that. Fuck all of that. <laughs> like, if I'm gonna Martha Stewart, I'm gonna do it the cheapest way possible, okay? <laughs> we can give me all the credit we want for the decorations, but know that they came from Dollar Tree. <laughs> Lexi is the Dollar Tree, Martha Stewart. Fucking A, I am. <laughs> I'll decorate your whole interior from Dollar Tree, okay? 
talking to you or your and, crocodile and alligator? Alligator. <laughs> <laughs> I drive a red Chevrolet. No, it's a Chevrolet movie theater. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't have much to report on. Nikki's birthday went off without a hitch. We did a Zoom call, right? Woo! And he, of course, being Nikki, didn't want to talk to anybody. So they're pretty short-lived. Yes. And didn't want anybody trying to talk to him. Oh, God, no. You better not even try it. <laughs> he, oh, my gosh, he's so funny. He'd be like, no! <laughs> You're like, I love you. He goes, mm. No! I'm like, where is this sass coming from? She said she loved you, you little turd. <laughs> no, Nikki, no! <laughs> he'll when, when he's in a mood, when I'm putting him to bed, he'll say, no, love you, mom. I'm like, oh, we're there already? Fine. Rude. Taking away your television tomorrow. <laughs> Just kidding, he doesn't have one. <laughs> Joke's on him. But yeah, um, it's been a pretty slow-going week for us over here, too. Nothing really exciting to report. Just gearing up for Christmas. What well, so does that mean? That it's time for in the news. Ooh, in the news. Yeah, it is. Woo. We all know people can be wild. Yes, even in public. Sometimes things get so wild they make the news. Hey, here's some news articles we found. Lexi, what is your news article? My news article is spicy this week. Are you ready? I'm ready for it. It comes from Patch. So that's the news source. Okay. Inwood Grocer caught illegally selling liquor and drugs. Oh. That's the title of my article. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, all right. I'm, I'm here for this. Maskless patrons, illegal booze, and prescription drugs. And gambling devices were discovered recently by officers in an Inwood deli. <laughs> like they just went. Where with were all the gambling devices in the deli? <laughs> uh, right, I don't. I don't understand what that would mean either. In the back, like <laughs> this is in Inwood, New York. An Inwood grocery store and deli has been punished by the state for illegally selling alcohol and prescription drugs. Serving customers not wearing masks and leaving out an open bottle of liquor. Oh my goodness. The Agua Azul Deli Grocery at 35 Sherman Avenue in Inwood was one of 36 businesses in New York to get punished on Tuesday by the New York State Liquor Authority for not adhering to coronavirus-related restrictions. Oh, I was about to say for selling illegal prescription drugs. <laughs> I think that's that that might have been where it started was the COVID stuff and then they were like, "Wait a minute. There's a lot going on here. <laughs> there's way more than COVID violations. <laughs> there's, there's a lot to unpack here." <laughs> so, let's begin. <laughs> yes, let's get into all of this. Let's unpack it. The Agua Azul Deli Grocery is a licensed grocery store that is not allowed to sell liquor or serve alcohol for on-premises drinking at all. However, a state liquor authority, investigator, and NYPD officers recently entered the store to find six patrons drinking alcoholic beverages inside the store. <laughs> Dude, that would really suck if like, they were celebrating family news with a six-pack yeah. or something. And that's when officers yeah. rolled up. You know what I mean? Like one of those <laughs> really bad 
out of context kind of things. They're like, really, we're just having a beer. <laughs> the dude's like, mm. <laughs> Oh man, they don't even break down what the gambling devices were. Aww. I know, right? Like, I was so curious about that. I want to know. It was a slot machine, wasn't it? Something, I don't know. According <laughs> to Governor Andrew Cuomo's office, only one of the customers was wearing a mask. And the two employees, including the cook, were also without a face covering. Oh. Um, once inside, NYPD officers discovered that the grocery store was illegally selling prescription drugs. Oh. And the SLA investigator found an open bottle of liquor and, quote, two illegal gambling devices, unquote. Oh. The Inwood Deli is exclusively authorized to sell beer. The Agua Azul Deli grocery is outside the state-imposed yellow zone. Whoa. Which ends at West 187th Street. However, it is within Uh, the zip code range, which has the highest coronavirus positive rate in Manhattan, according to the most recent data from the city. Hey, our Manhattan listeners, are you hearing this? <laughs> are y'all hearing this? Look, it's the Agua Azul Deli Grocery. They over there selling, selling drugs. Well, not anymore. <laughs> but they were. <laughs> so if you know. Did you get I any know. of it? I mean, sorry if you missed out. <laughs> Businesses found in violation of COVID-19 regulations face fines up to $10,000 per violation. Oh, well, there was a couple of them. Right. While the more serious violations can result in immediate suspension of a bar or restaurant's liquor license. In August, Juanito's Grocery, a different store in Inwood, was also punished for flouting social distancing rules and illegally selling alcohol and drugs. It is a six-minute walk. just selling drugs. Right? <laughs> what are y'all doing? Like, how many officers have that? They're like, man, can I get some drugs? Are y'all okay? The guy, the guy at the okay counter is just like, yeah, sure, whatever. Here, have some drugs. He's like, bro, I'm a cop. And he's like, oh, yeah, right. Uh, have a good day, officer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's funny shit, though. Anyways, uh, it is a six-minute walk from the Agua Azul Deli grocery, according to Google Maps. So that other grocery store was literally two blocks away. <laughs> so everybody in this uh, radius is just selling drugs in their delis. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Could you imagine? I mean, I know you can, but like. Can I get a pastrami on rye and uh, let me go ahead and get two hydrocodones and <laughs> One of them oxycotton. Let me get let me get some of that promethazine. Can you put that in the cup for me? Yes, I would like yes, a cup of syrup. I would like today. some syrup. Syrup. <laughs> they got their own version of a Starbucks cup with a little holder. It says scissor. <laughs> get you some holiday scissor. <laughs> nah, nah. I want a double cupped, please. Double cupped. It's too hot. Oh, it's a party, it's a party, it's a party, huh? (laughs) Clicks pen. (laughs) Ah, yes, How to Be Successful by Little Way. (laughs) Lots and lots and lots of promethazine. Heavy on the ice. Okay, all right, got it. Give me some of that purple stuff. (laughs) Wheezy F baby. (laughs) Oh my gosh, all right. Anyways, all those drugs and fun jokes aside... (laughs) 
No, don't sip lean. It will don't do drugs. <laughs> it won't. It, I'm not gonna say don't do drugs because the people who are gonna want to do them are still gonna want to do them. Yeah. So whatever, <laughs> do whatever you want. But I'm just saying, promethazine is probably not a good idea. <laughs> Anyways, um, anyway. So what's your article, Amy? Mine's a good one. Oh yay! Pay it forward at Dairy Queen brings customers and staff to tears. Oh. This comes from CNN. What started as a random act of kindness from one man paying for the car behind him in a Dairy Queen drive through resulted in over 900 cars also taking part in the Pay It Forward chain. Aww. See, this is a lot less spicy than mine. This is all sweet. I know. <laughs> There's no question about it. This year has been tough for so many some fighting battles we may know nothing about, uh, but at a drive through in Brainerd, Minnesota, over 100 miles north of Minneapolis, people stepped up in a small way to show one another that they care. Tina Jensen, the store manager at one of the two Dairy Queens in town, told CNN a man came by the drive through window on Thursday and asked if he could pay for his meal and for the car behind him. Jensen told her cashier this tends to happen once in a while, but it at most lasts for 15 to 20 cars and fizzles out. This time, the chain continued for two and a half days with over 900 cars participating, raking in $10,000 in sales. Wow, that's fucking cool. When the next customer came to the fast food chain's window, Jensen explained what the man in front of them had done, and the acts of kindness continued to multiply. There's all different types of ways to help people, Jensen said. I think this touched a lot of people that we didn't even know it touched deeper than we know. And you don't know what's going on in a person's life. When the chain closed for the night Thursday, one car left $10 to begin the chain back up on Friday. And again on Saturday. Jensen provided updates on the number of cars at each day's end on the store's Facebook. <laughs> That's so cool. Heidi Bruce experienced the act of kindness on Friday evening during a dinner run, she told CNN. During times like these, it kind of restores your faith in humanity a little, Bruce said. The way the world is now, you see a lot of anger, tension, and selfish behavior. What we witnessed was pure kindness, and it was a breath of fresh air, really. But that wasn't even the best part. For Bruce, it was going home to tell her family that they played a role in a chain and kept it going. Not that we got free ice cream, she said. The gesture was way more valuable. Like so many others in the restaurant industry, the restaurant has faced some challenges adapting to new business practices during the coronavirus pandemic. With the lobby shutting down, being only open for takeout, being able to keep morale high, Jensen said. Seeing how positive her staff became with every passing car paying it forward, married to the reactions of her customers when the cashier told them their meal had been taken care of, was touching, Jensen said. No matter what's going on, take care of each other, be positive, be happy, and don't focus on the negative. We'll get through it, she said. Aww. 
that sweet? Yeah. Could you imagine, like, working through something like that? Right? Like, that that would definitely just make my year. 900 separate, like, orders. That's insane, right? Like... Because I've been in that a couple of times at a Starbucks drive-thru, you know, but I've never had it happen anywhere else. Um, I've had it happen and done it a few times at McDonald's. Um, I had it happen once at a BK. Oh my gosh. So, yeah, that's freaking cute. I would freak out. I would. Super you know cute. me. I'm too, I'm too sensitive. I'm like, <laughs> you're gonna pay it forward too? <laughs> they're like i don't know now just kidding <laughs> it was fun all right it's tea time amy tea time lexi clink. clink so amy what's your first story my husband is very sick then stay home i mean <laughs> ta-da <laughs> this is uh pre-covid also i just gotta put that out there so I spent several years working in my local mall at a store which sold handcrafted items from developing countries. To provide a tiny bit of background info, the bulk of our merchandise was either home decor or jewelry. Although the company does carry clothing at some of its stores, ours was very small, so we didn't really sell much of that. However... We did sell a couple of beautiful, reversible alpaca wool capes from Nepal. Well, that's interesting. Right. At the time of the story, we had been open for less than two months. So we are all still getting used to the company and the merchandise and the sales model. This lady was probably the most memorable bad customer I encountered. She's what I picture when people mention an I want to speak to the manager haircut. I'm hard pressed to guess her age, but I'd approximate late 50s, early 60s. And she has this strong vibe coming off her like she was convinced she was the most important person in the room. (laughs) Any room. (laughs) So a Karen. Yes. (laughs) This was over... Seven years ago. So I'm approximating some of the dialogue, but the line about her husband was repeated so often that I now have it burned into my memory forever. (laughs) (laughs) Right, yeah, yeah, let me guess. You're going to say the same thing about your... Mm -hmm. (laughs) Guessed it. It was a Friday night in November that she sailed into the store and started looking around. I asked her if she was familiar with our company and she didn't answer. Hmm. (laughs) Okay. my husband is in the car and he is very sick i don't have time to be shopping she said then why are you here i wondered (laughs) but could not actually say i'm really wondering too (laughs) she pointed at one of the alpaca capes how much is that i quoted her the price again she said i really don't have time for this my husband is very sick She paused slightly and then said, I want to try it on. (laughs) Her husband is very sick. I feel like she's trying to (laughs) But she needs people to hear that she was concerned for her health. (laughs) So she's like, I'm at the store to try on this dress. By the way, this is my alibi. 
for when he dies later. <laughs> the alpaca capes were displayed high on the wall in order to deter theft. So I had to find the hook and get it down. This wasn't easy because, one, the hook in question was very slim. So using it to catch the hanger was a little tricky. And two, I'm blind in one eye. <laughs> so my depth perception is pretty bad. I only mention this because it took a bit longer to get the cape down that she would have liked, and she was making her irritation known in little huffs. <sighs> I don't have time for this. My husband is sick. <laughs> I mean. He's very sick. He's in the car. He's sick. I'm not going to point out your priorities, lady. Finally, she tried on the cape and fussed with arranging the drapes. Where is your mirror? There are mirrors on the wall, I replied. This is true. We sold mirrors, and several of them were displayed in the jewelry area so that people could try on necklaces and whatnot. But what we didn't have was a full-length mirror. How can you sell clothing and not have a full-length mirror? She snapped. My husband's very sick. I don't have time for this. I mean... I'm really missing the part where any of this is priority shopping, so. <laughs> I'm Your husband's sorry, really sick. Ma'am. You should get the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you even fucking I here? Would be, th- that's like how I would be handling that situation. I'd be like, your husband's really sick. You don't have time for this. <laughs> Sometimes you gotta throw it back at him, you know? <laughs> it's always the best. It's the most fun time. Right, honestly, though, my favorite thing is to dish the heat right back at them, but in a uh, an allowable way. Like I'm not losing my job, but still, in a way fuck that you. you're not getting any, tr- you're not going to get in any trouble. Uh, you're being petty, and and I love it. <laughs> you got to see that all the time at the store. Yes, well, and I did it too, very very subtly, but people pretty much just went with whatever I would say because I was the manager. <laughs> like, boss. <laughs> I love doing the twirl. I I did that one one time. It was the best time ever. <laughs> like, I, I will never forget that moment. I will never forget the time that I got to pull a twirl on somebody at the store. It was the best. Anyway. <clears throat> I'm sorry, ma'am. This is the biggest mirror we have. I gestured to the one in question. She fussed with the garment a little longer, continuing to look pissy, and finally said, I don't have time for shopping. Put this behind the register. I'll come back for it Monday. Note, she explicitly said Monday. It's actually the only reason I remember the story took place on a Friday. Certainly, ma'am. I'll just need your name and phone number in order to hold it. I don't have time for this. My husband is sick. But she gave me her first name and phone number and disappeared. Just after she left, one of my coworkers discovered that she had left behind her bag from another store. So we put it in with the cave. <laughs> Wait a minute. So she was doing shopping already before. Like, and so she didn't just like stop at this store Maybe for no she fucking was like, reason. She was like telling on herself to these people. She was like, <laughs> it's a guilty pleasure and here's why. <laughs> <laughs> Um, she called as soon as she got home, ranting about her missing purchases. We told her that they were 
at the register with the cape that she wanted held. We all agreed she was very odd for shopping with a sick spouse in the car, but whatever. So the weekend went by and Monday rolled around and I was told to call her and ask if she still wanted the cape. Lucky me. (laughs) I get to make the phone call. (laughs) Yay. (laughs) Hello, ma'am. This is my name from store at the Friendly Neighborhood Mall. I was calling about the alpaca cape you'd told us to hold for you. Will you still be coming in to purchase it? Why are you harassing me? It's Monday. I told you I would be in on Wednesday. Uh, No, ma'am. I even have it written down that you would be in today, Monday. I will be there Wednesday. And she hung up on me. Fun stuff. She showed up on Wednesday. And this time the store manager got to deal with her directly, although I was on hand to witness it. We gave her the bag she had left and then pulled out the cape. She glared at it and asked, why is it all wrinkled? Where's your steamer? We we don't have one, ma'am. It got a little wrinkled being folded up, but the wrinkles come out. <laughs> it's an alpaca cape. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> like, why is it wrinkled? <laughs> the lady the lady sniffed and put it on again. I don't know why a store that sells clothing doesn't have a full length mirror. <laughs> oh man, it's like we started the whole trip over again. <laughs> the manager took a big mirror off the wall. Tell me where you need me to hold this so you can see yourself properly. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Don't be ridiculous, she fussed at the cape some more. Well, I'm not going to buy it, not all wrinkled like this. Well, I'm sorry to hear it, said the manager. We could have sold it over the weekend if we hadn't been holding it for you. (laughs) I doubt that, she replied and left. Like, why? Right? Why? People who get favors from random stores and random strangers... Why be be shitty with the people who you just got a favor from? <laughs> like it makes zero sense. You look dumb. But my husband is sick. Okay, so take care of him. <laughs> don't have time for shopping. <laughs> Maybe don't worry about this alpaca cape. Then why are you shopping if you don't have time for shopping? It's not like you're grocery shopping. You don't need an alpaca cape. I mean, she might have though. For you don't what? know her life. You don't know the struggle. Where does she live? Cusco-topia? Empire? <laughs> I don't really know what to call that. But yeah, Cusco's <laughs> her homeboy and she needed only the finest of alpaca capes. Yes, and that one was wrinkled and it was unacceptable. Clearly subpar. <laughs> why? You know what I mean? Like, why are there people like that? They're fun, aren't they? So much fun. So, Alexi, what is your first story? Mine has to come with a trigger warning. Oh, what is the trigger warning? Uh, It's about a stroke. Oh, all right. This is a different... Yeah, I know. I've got, like, all the spicy stories lately. I'm sorry. I'm not... I never look for the drama. The drama looks for me, I guess. Ooh. <laughs> I don't know. Hey, I don't look for the drama, but if it finds me, I'm totally here for it. Yep. <laughs> um, this is an old one, though. 
This is also kind of a longish story, okay? Okie doke. Alright, so my story is titled, Oh, We Want to Catch Fire, Do We Now? Oh, alright. Alright, so yeah, there is a content warning on this story for mention of a stroke. There you go. So, for backstory, I work at the front desk of a hotel. Got that out of the way. You ever have those shifts that everything is going perfectly fine, but it's too perfectly fine? I have never had that luxury. <laughs> yeah, it's always too good to be true. <laughs> so, the other night, I was working my usual, let's say, 3 to 11 p.m. shift. I'm just chilling, watching Coco in the lobby, and sipping on my coffee. It was lovely. I, got I love a little... Coco. <laughs> I got a little chilly, so I went and turned on the heater in my front desk area. I'm still enjoying my lovely cup of coffee when I hear the lobby's heater kick on, too. They are completely separate units. So I'm chilling at the front desk when I start to have issues breathing. I have asthma, so anything could have triggered my asthma to act up. So I take one puff of my emergency inhaler and two Tylenol to stop the flaring up of muscles in my lungs. At this point, I'm hyped up now. I'm moving a million miles a second, and I felt the flash. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Adding the coffee to all that doesn't really help. Right? Man, I'll tell you what. Those inhalers? Yes. Aurora has asthma, so she has an inhaler for when her asthma acts up. And uh, every time she uses her inhaler, she only gets two puffs, you know what I mean? Like... But every time she uses it, she always gets really jazzed up afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> so, I start to smell toast, though. Like, burnt toast. Oh, no, And I still can't good. breathe. Oh, no, not good. Mm -hmm. A few minutes later, I see a smoky haze around me. I legit think I'm having a stroke. The burning you smell are. got worse. The haze started to be seen everywhere on my bottom floor. I thought, okay, I gotta call my GM and ask if someone can come over, come cover the rest of my shift. I'm clearly having a stroke. I started to walk towards the front desk when I ran into a guest and I asked him if he could smell toast and see smoke. He said, yeah, I can. Okay, cool. Oh, that's good. So I'm not having a stroke. Something must Unless have burnt both out. of you are having a stroke at the same time. Oh my gosh, right? What Bestie strokes. The fucking, what are the odds? <laughs> like turning <laughs> dead. Ugh, be fucking miserable. Um, also, that's a horrible interpretation. Most people do not die from stroke. Right. <laughs> I'm not trying to push that idea. Anyways, um, so something must have burnt out. Somebody's microwave or a toaster. Nope, no toaster or microwave, though. I thought, okay, gotta call Jim about this. So I walked into the back room to grab my phone to call her, and it was like I was standing in a cloud. The smell of burning was no longer toast, but was just burning. And I thought, yeah, not a stroke, GM, then fire department. <sighs> so I called my general manager to let her know what was happening. She told me to run to every floor of the hotel and make sure there's no smoke anywhere else. She will call the fire department because she needed me to decide if I needed to turn on the emergency sprinklers and evacuate. GM is calling the fire department. I am running to every floor the smoke was only on the first and second floor, not the third and fourth. Once I get back down to the lobby, there were two massive fucking dudes in my lobby. Ah. Fire department had arrived. 
I have never seen a firefighter like this before. Like, I've seen them passing through the to fight wildfires here. I've never seen one in their gear, though. It was super cool. So they asked me what all I have done so far. I told them I turned off and unplugged everything I could think of that will cause that much smoke. So I turned off the heaters, ovens, and single-unit heaters placed throughout the hotel. I even checked the pool room to see if something happened in there. The smoke started to go away, though, but I can still see it, and they could see it. They brought out a smoke meter to test the air, and yet it was there, just not as thick. My GM got here, and she was like, they blocked everything off in the parking lot. Fuck. (laughs) I giggled because she was a little annoyed. And then right behind her, ten more massive firefighters walk in. (laughs) I'm close to six foot, but I've never had to look up at people before. I had to look up at these guys to talk to them. Some had to duck their head to get through the door. These these guys clearly ate their vegetables. Who were they? Vikings? (laughs) Yeah, you know. (laughs) Viking fire department. Green Bay Packers? (laughs) No, no, those are saved for other other (laughs) firefighter departments, you know. (laughs) I think I saw one of them on Magic Mike. I don't know. (laughs) All right. um, I honestly felt lost. I'm used to calling the cops and getting crazy people off my property, but I legit couldn't think. So I stood in the lobby, twirling my keys and walking back and forth up and down the halls. I turned a corner and found this one fireman decked out in gear. He had a face mask and all. Couldn't see his face at all. He was just standing there testing the air quality. So I say... What you doing? <laughs> he says, nothing. What you doing? <laughs> and I say, nothing. And he goes, oh, that's cool. Nothing is good. And so I say, yeah, I'm going to go this way. He goes, I'll go this way. We went on our ways. <laughs> Social anxiety at its finest right there. <laughs> <laughs> they finally found the source of the smoke and me thinking I was having a stroke. Turned out my lobby's massive heaters decided to literally burn themselves out. So one was seriously just running on rubber and the smoke from it was leaking into the lobby. Aw, no more heater for you. Apparently it was on the verge of starting an electrical fire, but me thinking I was having a stroke stopped it all from happening. They (laughs) shut off both heating units, made it where... Or sorry, made it to where they could no longer click on by themselves if it gets too cold, and made sure everything else was good. They did multiple property walks and checked for any wiring related to those heaters that could spark a fire. But luckily all was safe with blah, blah, blah. But luckily all was safe and sound. Before the jolly green giants headed out in their fire trucks, <laughs> I slowly offered coffee. I was trying to act normal because I was shaking from my emergency inhaler. If you don't know, emergency inhalers for asthma are actual steroids. They make you feel like you're on a bunch of crack. So I was trying to act cool and not suspicious, and my GM had to explain that I had to take a hit of my inhaler a few times. They laughed at me. Some did take the coffee offer. <laughs> Thanks, heaters, for trying to kill me. Love you. <laughs> <laughs> so there wasn't an actual stroke. They thought they were having a stroke. Yep. All right. <laughs> some people, they hear the word and they're like, mm, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I smell toast. Uh Uh-oh. I'm having a stroke. (laughs) Gosh, that's scary stuff. Anyways, what's your story? But I need formula for my baby. Oh. 
I mean, is this like um, how her husband was sick? Because don't ever bring your baby into your bullshit. It is exactly. Gross. I've worked in a supermarket for 10 years. You get your share of Karens and the only thing you can do is smile politely. But what I even hated more after an eight hour shift and having to close up the supermarket were the customers who came in five to ten minutes before closing and just do their shopping like no one wants to go home. That is literally Fucking the worst. Preach. That is like my least favorite thing Look, is their I mean, inability to understand that it's closing time. Get the fuck out of my store. Because by them being just like all nonchalant about it, it just goes to show that they don't value your time as a human being. Well, once they're on my time and not my company's time, they can get the fuck out of the store. (laughs) My company (laughs) time only lasts until 9 p.m. It is now 9.05 and you are on my time now, bitch. And guess what? Time's up, My time (laughs) doesn't come with customer service. So y'all better get your shit together and let's go, sis. Come on. (laughs) <laughs> I got I got bitch mobile. Come on, try me. You got till ten oh two. It's just you know, even if people don't really actually fully understand, let me help you. It's disrespectful. I don't understand it's, how you could not understand that, but in case you well, need to hear it, yeah, it's rude. I'm pretty sure that our, our listeners are not these people. Yeah, I know. We have good people. But I'm just saying, I'm just putting it out there into the universe. If you try and keep, like, I'm okay with waiting five minutes, maybe ten if it's a good night. But if you're really just trying to mosey around, we're going to have problems. Because I got shit to do, too. My time is important, too. Just because I'm an employee of this establishment don't mean (laughs) that my time doesn't fucking matter. Yup. Anyway. That's a whole nerve y'all fucking with there. (laughs) (laughs) There was a time that I was scheduled every Friday closing shift and Saturday closing shift. The store closed at 8. We weren't open on Sundays. Also, on Saturday, we had to take out all the cash drawers and manually count all the money. We would start doing this when all the customers had left and the front and back doors were locked. So customers coming in 5 to 10 minutes before closing time and taking their sweet, sweet time to shop were hated. Hated with a passion. (laughs) Yes, exactly. (laughs) My shop had a procedure. We would barricade our entrance and turn our front door only to opening when people wanted to leave the store at about five minutes before closing. We would remind customers at a quarter to, ten to, and five to closing time that the store was going to close and please go and pay for their groceries. Normally, we had very few incidents. This one, however is burned into my memory. (laughs) There's always the one. Uh, There's C for colleague and FM for formula man. (laughs) 
da, 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 da. <laughs> Not a superpower, because... Here I come to wreck the night. <laughs> it was a Saturday. As head of the cashiers for that night, I had the honor to make or break the day of our beloved customers. <laughs> I had to deal with my fair share of Karens, male and female. And I just wanted to go home. So I follow the procedure, ask one of my fellow money handlers to set the door and stay there to handle any customer. Two minutes before closing time, a man comes running to the door. My colleague asks why he, what he needs and reminds him that the store is going to close and he won't have much time. He says he just needs formula. Since I was busy with a customer, she let him in. Guy gets a basket and goes into the shop. Since he said he needed formula, we thought he would be in and out like a roadrunner. <laughs> nope. <laughs> mm. No, because Formula Man didn't need formula. At 8.05, FM is seen at the cheese section of our store. At 8.15... He's at our wine section. Oh, boy. What the heck does he need that for? What kind of baby does he have? Several of my colleagues have gone to this man to get him to the counter. He scoffs, huffs, and says that he's a paying customer. My yeah. fellow... I know, right? <laughs> my fellow money handler was the last one to go to him, and that's when he went too far. He yelled at her cussing at her and making a high school student cry. Oop. Oh. Yep, try mm -mm. me on that one too. <laughs> mm -mm. Now I'm pissed. So I do what I always do in these situations. <laughs> I take off my store shirt, put on a neat jacket I keep in case of emergencies. You see, when you have the store outfit on, you are only seen as a lesser being. But behold, I change my outfit and suddenly I look like management and my word is all powerful. <laughs> the real manager sees this happening, pops out a huge grin and goes to the back to watch from the security cameras. <laughs> Says, I want a front row to this. <laughs> That's awesome. So I don the magical outfit and I go to FM. I tell him in no uncertain terms that the store has been closed for 15 minutes and he has been asked multiple times to go and pay for his things. He starts to huff and puff himself up like the big bad wolf. I'm 5'2 and a woman and people think that they can intimidate me. <laughs> I told him that he was only allowed entrance since he said he needed formula. So I gave him a choice. He could go now and pay for the things in his basket, or I would take the basket from him, grab the formula he claimed to need so much of, and he could pay for that. He could choose not to do either, and in that case, security would love to make his acquaintance. Either way, he would leave now. He tried. Oh boy, he tried to threaten and intimidate me. He failed. He left with his cheese and wine and many threats to call corporate. Okay, bye. <laughs> the next week, he came again, 
This time, he encounters me at the door. What did he need? Formula. So, I brought him to our service desk, went inside, and brought out a single pack of every kind of formula we had, asked him which one he needed. He didn't say a word, and he left. Oh, <laughs> did they figure out your bullshit? Oh, <laughs> poor thing. Suck this up, Carl. <laughs> Fuck you, Carl. Oh. And you're not needing formula ass. That drives me crazy because there are people, you know, like, there are some times that you do need formula for an emergency. And he's over there trying to use it as an excuse to get in two minutes before to get some cheese and wine. Is cheese and wine? I mean, I love cheese and wine. I love charcuterie just as much as the next person. But this is a shitty person. <laughs> you say you love shark coochie as much as the next person. I Amy? do. I love shark coochie. I love me them shark coochie boards. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. That's so funny. So, yeah. Fuck that guy. Right. I hate when people use that excuse. I really do. Right? Because, like, yeah, like you were saying, you know, some people actually need formula and shit. And then you got this guy who's like, I just wanted to buy extra time to browse and carouse. I had that happen when we were at the store. There was a guy that came in with his two kids like five minutes before we closed. And I was like, hey, uh, uh, I'll give you the five minutes until we close. But at close, I need you guys to come up with your purchases. And you know what? This dude had two small kids, like our youngest's age. Right. And the only movies he grabbed were for him. Right. <laughs> he used them as a segue for his own shit. Like, mm. yep. Here, like, if you're going to come in five to ten minutes before close, you better be coming in real fucking quick. That's all I got to say. It, it better be real fucking quick. <laughs> With the quickness. <laughs> like, you better be Ariba Ariba Speedy Gonzalez. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What is your second story? Um, my second story is titled "Sweet Stiff Karma." Ah, yes. Is that you, Karma? <laughs> Sweet and stiff. <laughs> the All best right. kind. So I'm a delivery guy, um, and it had been a really busy morning so far on this day. Constant orders with no other drivers yet, and all the tips so far are $2 or less. Blech. Not really looking forward to the rest of the day. So I get another run as soon as I get back. That's just a small order of wings, and I know exactly who it's for. It's a college-aged girl who likes to order just personal wings in the morning, lives pretty far out, and has never tipped a cent. So I check the screen, and of course, it's her. I groaned Blech. and left with the order. After I get there and set up the no contact stuff, she comes out as I'm stepping away. I always tell her to still completely fill out the receipt since she's wasting my time. <laughs> she gets annoyed when I have her do that anyway, so it's a double win for me. <laughs> so this particular time, she puts down a very obvious zero on the tip line and smirks when she set it back down. I stand back and wait for her to pick up her wings. After she does, I grab my bag and the pointless receipt, and I'm turning around when I hear a crash and a thud. 
She tripped on her way back in, fell down, and uh-huh. dropped her wings box. So I uh-huh. asked, is everything all right? Are the wings okay? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's double shitty. Are the wings okay? Don't care about you. Fuck your face. But how are the wings? Did they hold up all right? <laughs> uh, she replies, they stayed in the box. I hit my knee on the door frame. I replied, good thing the food is safe. Have a great day. And walk away hearing her mutter, uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> all I can say is, I'm in a much better mood now about today. <laughs> I know it was short, but I thought it was fun. It's always good. Oh my gosh, sweet, sweet karma. <laughs> sweet, when you get stiff karma, it, sorry. <laughs> when, it, when it happens, like, immediately, just like that. Right, oh my gosh. It's, it's in the front best. of our very eyes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's time for Dim Dims, Dim Dims, Dim Dims. Get it, girl. Ow! Top <laughs> full cities. The top full cities. Hold on, I gotta do my Grinch yoga. That actually kind of hurt my throat. I can't. I can't be the Grinch. Actually, turns out. Oh my gosh, that's funny stuff. All right, Amy. So we. Keep switching a bit of it a, up. Yeah. We, and we have a new city in the top city. A city that's never been in top city. Yeah, we do. Hey, I love seeing that. <laughs> All right. So, who is our top city this week, Amy? Manhattan, New York is number one this week. Hell yeah, y'all are. Look at you guys. Ah, we're feeling the love. Loving Love it. you over there in New York. All the way over there. <laughs> in New York. <laughs> oh, man. Don't bring Alicia Keys into this. <laughs> She's all the bars and then some, man. I can't compete I with that her. right now. I haven't done any vocal practice. No warm-up. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So then in second place, we've got Dallas, Texas. Hey. Hey, sticking around. I see y'all. We we got the D of the DFW. <laughs> oh, we got the D, all right. <laughs> we got the D. <laughs> oh my gosh. And no, Amy, third. we've got the T, okay? <laughs> you pervert. Don't you taint this pure podcast. <laughs> oh, yes, because we're so pure. <laughs> oh my gosh. Just saying it like we I... opened the episode talking about poo. Okay, what? <laughs> Name one time, <laughs> an oh hour ago. <laughs> so who we got in third, Amy? We got Austin, Texas. Hey, how we doing over there in Austin? Y'all good? Doing good. Doing good. Y'all look good. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness. And then our new city in fourth place this week is Linwood, California. What hey. is up, y'all? Welcome to the top. Woo! <laughs> and the so balloons exciting. and the banners and all of the stuff should come out of your 
car right now because I know you're listening in the car. <laughs> Amy. Lexi. You got our quote this week? I do. Don't wait for things to get easier, simpler, or better. Life will always be complicated. Learn to be happy right now. Otherwise, you'll run out of time. Yeah. That's a good one. Start being happy about the little things. Don't worry about the big ones. Right? Well, and it's like a whole short-term goal, long-term goal sort of thing. If you go every day focusing on the negative things, right, then you're never going to see the good things. You know what I did with my 3 year when my daughter was 3 years old? <laughs> I made a praise chart because I found that I was always like yelling at her or being upset with her for things that she was, you know, like doing bad or whatever. So I made a praise chart basically to remind myself that I needed to also focus on good things that she was doing. Mm-hmm. I remember the that. Chart, I tried like, that idea. You inspired me. The chart was for her. She loved it, you know, but I mean, really, it was for me as well. It helped me a lot, actually. It, it really, like, changed my whole outlook on parenthood. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, there you go. <laughs> yeah, we tried with the praise chart, and you know what? You know what? My four-year-old doesn't care. He doesn't care if he's got <laughs> stickers. He doesn't care if he's got candy. He doesn't care if it's a reward. He just wants it, and no. uh, he will throw away all the progress for it if it doesn't. If it means he can't have it, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's that's like, Nikki. fight me, fight me right <laughs> fucking now, mom, or give me that sucker, whichever you prefer. <laughs> you can do this the easy way or the hard way. I'm totally game. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> anyway, well, I guess that uh, wraps up our week, huh? Sure does. One more episode. And then we're gone forever until January. <laughs> forever. <laughs> All right. Talk to you later, guys. Love you. <laughs> See you later. Bye. Bye. Make sure you go and like our Facebook page, Confessions of Retail, all the tea. Also find our group, fans of Confessions of Retail, all the tea. Don't forget to find us on Twitter. We are at Corat Pod. Yeah, we are. Corat for life, yo. Corat for life, yo. And then you can also check out our Instagram page. Confessions of Retail Podcast. Woo! So, this is our stop. Until next week when the shit show rolls on. Amy and Lexi. Signing off. was a Titan Cast episode.